0: Welcome to the Guys From Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly.
1: And I'm David R. Smith. Today's first question, and probably only question, probably. comes to us from Marty, who asked us to talk about retro toys. Now, we have talked about res- retro toys in the past. We have. And apparently Marty really liked that episode. Yep. But can't listen to it anymore because it's in the lost episodes. Right. So instead of trying to dig it out and putting it back on the the website. I could
0: grab my old computer. I could bypass everything to get through all of the problems it now has. Or we could just talk about it again with some differences. mm -hmm. Specifically, I found some lists of crazy stuff that we can show Dave that Dave has not seen, and we could talk about it.
1: Kind of like we did with the craziest Christmas... The worst Christmas presents ever? Worst Christmas presents ever. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to talk about... You know, and True Guys from Fashion, we're going to talk about kind of toys that we grew up with and everything, yep. because I think that's probably what Marty really wanted to hear, was us talking about those. But because we didn't want to do the exact same podcast, we're going to put a little spin on it.
0: And we also don't just talk about stuff for 20 minutes. We talk about stuff for an hour to an hour and 20 minutes. So we could talk about retro toys, uh-huh. but I don't know that we could talk about choice from our childhood without just branching into stories from childhood for much longer than say half an hour.
1: Yeah. So, but adding on the like weird, creepy retro toys, terrible ideas for toys. What are the, you have like eight of the, the worst toys or the most dangerous toys or something.
0: I have, and you're going to hear some clicking and some bleeps and stuff from my computer. It's just going to happen. Sorry. Uh, 8 most wildly irresponsible vintage toys, Mm -hmm. 10 old toys that made sense in their era and nowhere else, and the 20 worst kids' toys ever. Yeah, so... And so people can see them, I will throw, as long as we talk about these, I will throw them into the show notes, so people can click on them and see the toys that we're talking Mm -hmm. about as well. Same as what I did for Christmas. Yeah.
1: So anyway, those are the... There's lots to fill the rest of this time. So we feel like we could get to other ones, but it we'd be doing ourselves a disservice if we tried to cram all this into a 40-minute conversation.
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I guess we just start with kind of some of the stuff that we grew up with. Yep. I mean, what were your favorite toys as a kid? I would say as a kid between like 6 and 12 years old. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess because obviously your tastes change as you get older, and then once you get past... 12 or 13 years old. I mean, I spent more time riding my bike than I did playing with toys.
0: It was sports and video games at that point. Yeah.
1: So, exactly.
0: And while well, I was in IB, so homework.
1: <laughs> yeah. That wasn't really a priority for me, which reflected on my grades, but well. that's cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I spent a lot of time, we'd play basketball in the, in the park yeah. across the street or play in the jungle gym or. Or play street hockey or what have you. That's, Both types that,
0: of football. So yeah. American football and European football. Totally. Tons of that for yeah.
1: me. So a lot of a lot of time spent playing sports once I got a little bit older. But I yeah. mean, from six to twelve, when you're old enough to get past baby toys, but young right. enough that you're still really into playing with toys. Yeah. What were some of the things that really? First and foremost, Lego. Yeah, that's, that's one of the first things. I've got it in, in big block letters.
0: We've done an entire podcast on Lego. Was yeah. that lost? Oh, probably. I feel like that was lost. So we could potentially do it again. I don't want to dwell on Lego for too long because no. we could talk about Lego for, as we have already proven, 45 minutes or so. Yeah.
1: But- The Lego. We, we have to talk about it at least for a little bit. I mean, yeah. even as a 33-year-old male- I love playing with Lego. The fact that my yep. nephew, who is six... Man, I can't believe he's turning seven in, like, two months. <laughs> Yeesh. The fact that he is six years old and was, has been playing with Lego for two years, he it, that has just given me nothing but joy, because it means I get to play with Lego with my nephew.
0: Yeah. So who was totally spoiled, because we did not have all of these IP sets. No! I didn't have Star Wars Lego. I didn't get... Sean of the Dead Lego. Is there actually Sean of the Dead Lego? They were trying to get the Winchester set. I don't know if it went through. Oh, or not. okay.
1: I got gotcha. you. But yeah, I mean, I think the the Lego sets that I might have gotten were probably a spaceship. Yeah, I had a spaceship, and maybe some sort of boat. I had a pirate island. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never even like had a that. little pirate yeah. island. Yeah, but I didn't really care because.
0: I was building stuff.
1: Right, exactly. I have a friend who posted on Facebook recently that she organized her daughter's Lego by by bits and, you know, trying to get everything back into its rightful set. And I commented, I said, I got the set, I built it once, and then everything just went in the bin. Because yes. then I could just invent things on my own and had so much fun just... I mean, I was truly the special from, from Lego because I just built random things. Like yeah. a, a two-story... Double-decker couch. Sure. I don't think I ever built one of those, but I mean... (laughs) Well, that would be pretty boring, but... Right? But things... I just, like, I'll see how this goes together. Oh, cool. I made a thing. Okay. Lego was great for that. It expanded the imagination, and... Exactly. It is universal. You can be... I mean, I guess you have to be of a certain age, because you're not going to give Lego to a two-year-old, but... Yeah. I mean, I think James started playing with Lego when he was about four, When you're
0: beyond where you need to taste everything,
1: yeah, (laughs) basically,
0: is where Lego can click in. Because those are choking hazards.
1: Absolutely. They're hazards. I mean, anybody who has ever stepped on a square piece of Lego knows how painful that can be. So imagine that going down and then working its way through through your system. Yeah. So nobody wants to swallow Lego.
0: Slash not going all the way down. Exactly. Because choking.
1: Exactly. So... I know when when James was playing, uh, he had to wait until my niece went to bed because... Just to be sure. She was young enough that she would potentially... And also, she was the sort of child who probably would do that because she just didn't give a crap. Yep. And so she would just taste it or try and chew it or whatever. So he had to wait until she went to bed. Now she's old enough that they can play it together. That was just my watch telling me what time it was. Oh. Yeah. Okay. If, If anybody heard that beep. I don't know how to suppress that. I know how to do everything else on that watch, but I don't know how to stop it from beeping when it changes into a new hour. Oh. So. Fun. Normally, it doesn't matter, but it just kind of happened to be there as we <laughs> were talking, and I went, uh-huh. Dang it. So Sean's got a chime from Twitter, and I've got a beep from my watch, and we're just doing great. Yeah. So far, so good. <laughs> we're getting there.
0: But yeah, Lego. I think that's that's got to be number one on Retro Toy List for what I played with the most, I think. Yeah. When I was of that age.
1: Yeah. I mean, my sister would play with Barbies, and sure. I'm sure sometimes she would force me, not force, but she'd just be like, if you want to play, you have to play with Barbies. I'd be like, okay, well, whatever. I mean, dolls are dolls. I don't really care. Yeah. Uh, but Lego was something that my sister and I played with together, and we would build houses and we'd build cars and everything, and then the rest of the toys we'd scatter on the ground and basically put paths through the Lego as though those were the streets. And sure. It worked out really well. And it's just remarkable how much imagination can come with playing with Lego. Exactly. So, yeah, Lego for sure is the, the number one toy that I played with.
0: As far as action figures slash dolls yeah. went, uh, I had Ghostbusters mm-hmm. and a Slimer and a Stay Puft, of course.
1: i uh, got all those on here too, yeah. Ninja Turtles. Yep. All of them with the van. The, the one that shot the pizzas no just the regular just the regular okay i can't remember if i had both or if i had if i just had the one that shot pizzas but
0: and and one of my friends had the blimp
1: i had the blimp which was ridiculous yeah did his my blimp deflated like there was a pinhole leak somewhere so it didn't really work i was really disappointing
0: (laughs) yeah i don't remember how long it lasted yeah six months yeah it was a cool toy
1: but it only lasted until the thing it, it was basically a big balloon
0: yeah pretty much
1: I mean, it was a little bit, like, it was vinyl, so...
0: It was better than a, a run-of-the-mill birthday balloon, Sure, but it wasn't a
1: super fancy anything. No, it was like it was like a beach ball. Yeah. You blew it up like it a beach ball, and once it got that leak in it, you went, well, okay, well, I guess this is no longer useful. But it didn't really matter. I mean, I, I missed having the blimp, but I didn't really care. I had the toys. I had the Shredder and the Bebop and the rock steady. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you had to have something to fight. That's true. And so I had... I don't remember what I... I think I had a Krang. Oh, nice. Yeah. I always liked
0: Krang, so...
1: That's fair. I mean, he was just a brain in a... In a weird bald guy. Right? Exactly. So...
0: Considering my fondness for Earthworm Jim and the Tick, (laughs) it, it shouldn't be a far leap to imagine that a younger me was like, hey, that's just a brain in the stomach of a bald guy.
1: Yeah. I like it. Yeah, so... Craig was always great, but, I mean, Shredder and Bebop and Rocksteady were kind of my oh, go-tos. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, I had the, the Pizza Van and yes. the Blimp and I think all the Turtles. Yeah. Because he kind of had to have them all.
0: Yeah, you did.
1: Uh, But, I mean, I I played with Ninja Turtles a lot, but I played with the Ghostbusters a lot. Yeah. Like, you had all the Ghostbusters and uh, Stay Puft and Slimer. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that but was But, kinda...
0: like, I never had an Ecto or anything like oh, that. Oh, really?
1: no. Oh, interesting. I okay.
0: Yeah, I just, I could build a Lego firehouse. Sure. And then that's the firehouse. And then yeah. just build buildings where they have to hunt Slimer and Stay Puft walks through and stuff.
1: That's pretty fair, yeah. actually. <laughs> I I had the Ecto and I never, but I never had the, the firehouse or anything like that. Yeah. Because I didn't need that. I just wanted to be able to drive around. And as we're talking about this, I'm getting massive flashbacks to being in my basement <laughs> as a kid and just playing on the carpet, and you know the the room to our toy room or the door to our toy room open, and just the light, I like it's just yep. a wash of nostalgia at this point. Perfect. Do you still have your toys?
0: Some of them are somewhere in my parents' basement. Yeah. The trick is is the amount that we move right. and moved. Right.
1: You were, what, Calgary to Grand Prairie to Red Deer? Calgary to
0: Cochrane, Cochrane to Grand Prairie, Grand Prairie to Red Deer. Right. Whereas
1: mom and dad just didn't have a big house and so they got rid of a bunch of our stuff. Fair. Yes, except now I'm kind of at that point where I think, man, I wish I still had my, even just my stay puffed.
0: What I feel will probably happen is my mom, who does listen, will probably let me know what is still in the basement.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because
0: I know my hockey card collection and my baseball card collection still exist. Because I did that nice. a lot. Yeah, I don't. That doesn't really count as toys. No, but, but the it amount was of such time a formative I spent with part. Them?
1: Oh, <laughs> like, I never did baseball cards, but hockey cards. It was just yeah. If you were going to somebody's birthday party, nine times out of ten, it would be like, I'll get you this gift plus I'll get you a pack of Upper Deck, or Upper whatever. Deck, yeah, or uh, Pro Set. Or tops. Yeah. Pro set and upper deck were my favorites. Yeah. What was the was it Opeachy that came with the gum? Yep. Disgusting, the, disgusting gum. It was so bad, but you still chewed it because it came with the.
0: Yeah, the, I got my Rick Tocket card with it. <laughs> I am going to chew gum.
1: <laughs> well, and I'm pretty sure because I remember growing up and my dad talked about getting gum in his in his hockey card packs. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that that gum was made back then and they just hadn't got rid of it. So it's like, well, we'll put it in this one too. I would and,
0: hope not, but maybe.
1: Right. But yeah, so that doesn't really count as toys, but it was certainly part of a lot of adolescence yeah. was buying hockey cards and and you know, you'd get you get a couple bucks and be like, I'm going to go buy a pack of hockey cards. It was just it was almost a, an obsession with me.
0: Yep. Every team organized into a binder. And then I think once a week, I would grab the newspaper, and then I would organize the binder, each team in the order in which they were in standings. Like, Good I would do conference Lord. order. Yeah. And then I had, I don't remember how I broke up between playoff teams and not playoff teams, but I had something. Because there was one, I don't remember if it was Upper Deck or something, but they also did, like, mascots and referees and oh, that sort of stuff. Okay. I and mean, you'd get some of those just in a random I remember, pack.
1: I remember the referees. I want to see that was pro uh uh pro set
0: might be pro set yeah yeah but regardless so i'd had a set of these it's like well i don't where am i going to put them oh i'll give them their own sleeve and that's who breaks up between
1: ridiculous yeah wow uh did you ever play if you went to friends place or anything and you played ghostbusters did you ever see my favorite ghostbusters toy cuz i also had the like, I, I never had the, the trap. I mean, you could play with all the the different, Oh yeah, the, you know, people had the packs the and everything. Pack and, and I and... never had the proton pack, and I never had the trap. But I had the—it was basically like a marshmallow shooter, and so you put a, a foam nugget in the front, and it all worked on air. So you just pulled a, a thing back and push the— Oh, well,
0: basically a Nerf gun. Yeah, basically.
1: Yeah. It was a Ghostbusters Nerf gun, and yeah. it shot these gold nuggets. But I also had um, the, the flashlight where you put a disc in, and you could change the disc, and it would— it would basically project a different oh, ghost yeah. on the wall. So we played with those a lot. Cool. But the one that I had that I loved was, it was the praying mantis. It was the, the Volkswagen Beetle.
0: Oh, I remember you talking about this the last right? time I did this, if like I two years I think, ago. I
1: think the last time I, I talked about this with anybody was probably on the Retro Podcast. Yeah. Where, yeah, so you had this, it was like a Volkswagen Beetle and you press down on the headrests and it would pop up and the this praying mantis would, it was huge. It was way bigger than any of the guys. Cool. And this praying mantis would drive around. It was so fun to play with. So that was my kind of my pride and joy. And of okay. Of course, my parents got rid of all of it, so I don't have yeah. any of that stuff. But whatever. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mom and Dad. They don't listen. They don't. Jerks. <laughs> they don't support me. They get rid of all my toys. God, what have they ever done for me? <laughs> Did they get you
0: pogs?
1: <laughs> yes, I had a... T- Ton of pogs, <laughs> pogs. That fad of what? That'd be like 1996,
0: something around something there. Something
1: around there. I had a ton of pogs. And <laughs> uh, you'd play for keeps, and then you weren't allowed to play for keeps because kids would go home and they'd have had lost all their pogs, and it's just like because
0: they were somehow
1: terrible at pogs, right? And I don't know how you could be terrible at pogs. It was for, th- throw
0: for- a heavy thing at milk. Caps.
1: Basically. That's it. Yeah. It's
0: melt caps with designs. You put them face down and then you throw a heavy thing at it and they flip over. And, and whatever you get those. flipped over,
1: you got to keep. And there were some, like, I had some that I liked so much that I wouldn't even play with yep. because I didn't want them to get dented just in case they were worth something someday.
0: Well, you're alf pogs. You have to make sure that they're safe. <laughs> right. Because they're pogs.
1: I'm sure probably somewhere in my parents' house, there's probably still pogs somewhere.
0: The last time we did this, I looked. I have. Uh, one of my sleeve tubes
1: yeah. of Pogs still. Do
0: you? With a couple
1: slammers. I think yes. I'm be telling me because like, we need to play Pogs someday. Yeah. And I think because there were somewhere <laughs> We s-
0: could do this part of the ending. Because oh I have uh, one thing for the ending already, but we could. I could go grab Pogs. Interesting. I bet you would be way better at it now that we can really hurl those <laughs> things.
1: Except I feel like my accuracy is less than it used to be. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I remember I had pogs that, they were really nice, but if you wanted to play with them, you'd put them in the middle of the stack. Just that way, they weren't getting damaged. They would just slip over with the momentum of the other ones, which yeah. wasn't that big a deal. But Because we were all concerned about damaging those pogs. Pieces of cardboard, because at some point, they might be the worth The poison
0: something. pogs are fancy, man. Right? They were foil
1: cover. <laughs> poison pogs. Yeah. Oh, man. And I mean, there was... We played with different with different slammers. So you had the, like the the, you know the crappy poker chips. Yep. Like the just cheap plastic ones. You yep. had basically those that were a little thicker. Those ones were okay, but then you had the big thick metal ones, and those ones could yeah. just do some damage. I mean, they would also do damage if you whipped them at somebody. Yeah. Not that true. we ever did, but if you got mad at somebody, I'm sure you could, and that. Oof. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was one of those things where they were huge. I was in about grade six when those were when pogs were big.
0: Yeah, and I was obviously a, a couple years behind you, so mm-hmm. grade four grade sounds four, about right. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: and I think at a certain point there was an announcement being like nobody's allowed to play pogs on on school property or not allowed to play for keeps or I can't remember what the rule was, but it was yeah,
0: just, ours was you couldn't keep.
1: Yeah, and you they could just, just play for fun. God, they swept the. And for like for just such a brief period of time, they were big and then nobody ever played with them again. Nope. <laughs> the only time you ever hear about them is if anybody makes a reference to The Simpsons. Yeah. Right? And yeah, it's Of Pogs. Pogs. Or
0: on podcasts where people our age millennials talk sure. about toys. Basically, yeah. that
1: they grew up with. Essentially. Yeah. We're being lumped into a like the Millennials tag because I never feel like I am one because I'm a, right at the beginning of that generation. I'm kind yeah. of in the, like right after Gen X, but right before, or Gen Y. Why? And right, but right before Millennials, I'm kind of in that netherworld.
0: Yeah. But you graduated high school in?
1: 2001. So, Millennial. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <That's> stupid. Um, <laughs> I also grew up, I mean, yes, I am of that generation, but I grew up in Barhead. So I feel like, We're on a different time. Like, Barhead's probably just getting the internet now.
0: (laughs) Well, then your parents can listen, finally. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Good. Yeah. We mentioned Nerf guns briefly. We did. Nerf guns and super soakers. Oh, my
1: God. Super soakers. Yeah. I never got a super soaker. I always got... Because the super soakers, the best part about them was you could pump them up and really pump that reservoir up.
0: Put air pressure. Put yep. the air
1: pressure, in and then you could hit the trigger and, and let it go. Whereas the the guns that I had were always kind of the knockoffs where you just pull the pump and it would spray, so you never got oh, to yeah. really... Which didn't really matter, but I always wanted a super soaker. Man, they looked like fun. They were fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I got to play with them, other friends, and we'd of have course. water fights. And I mean, that was the best part about Summers was just being able to... You know, I remember, I think I was in grade nine or grade 10 and we had a massive water fight on the last day of school something we kind of orchestrated and it wasn't on the school grounds because i don't think we were allowed but it was in the park right across the street from my house which worked out really well because there was a bunch of kids in different in different uh houses that surrounded that park oh and so there were water stations we could go and fill up and we just it was massive it was one of the best water fights i've ever It was the best water fight I've ever been a part of. That's fair. And there were super soakers and water balloons and just kind of anything. And so you'd walk around, you'd just have this oozy of a water gun and just waiting to attack somebody. And there's jungle gym, so you can stay up at the top of the jungle gym and fire at them. And, yeah, it was great.
0: No, that sounds like a good time.
1: Yeah. but it's end of school, right? Well, exactly. Yeah, so it's cause for celebration. It's a warm day. And, yeah, it was was perfect. Uh, But nerf guns were great, too. I mean— I had regular dart guns when I was growing up with just the the rubber darts, and those were a little harder to come by, because even at that point, they were getting a little too dangerous, I think, whereas Nerf, it was just foam. Yeah. And so, I mean, anything Nerf. As soon as you hear the word Nerf, you just go, oh, man. Yeah. It's just
0: foam. Nerf football. Right? Nerf guns. Nerf soccer ball. Yeah.
1: Nerf anything. It didn't matter. The best part about the Nerf football was dunking it in a thing of water and just whipping it at somebody. At the beach. Right? Take it to a beach. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because it would get log- bogged down with water. It was just a big sponge. And yep. so it would just absorb all this water, and then you go to toss it to someone, they catch it, and they just it would just soak them. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. Uh, I
0: feel like the last time we talked about this, I did talk about Nerf guns and how there was that time in my last year of high school where modding them.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. I remember that. Where we
0: would then take over a house never to the pleasure of anyone's house it was. But still, we'd take over a house for an evening and set it up as essentially a course. So we'd hang sheets over places you couldn't go, and we'd have different levels and that sort of stuff. And yeah, modded Nerf guns, and we all bought Nerf guns and got different Nerf guns and made two Nerf guns into one to add power. And This is what happens when you have a whole bunch of people who have to do tons and tons of work and like modding. Yeah. So.
1: Totally. Since we're on the topic of guns, one of the things that my brother got when when we were younger was uh, he got like a home kit laser tag. Oh, and yeah. And so you had the the thing on the – like it was basically just a, a thing a on sensor. straps. And yep. the sensor. And I can't remember if he had two or four guns. But, oh, it was so fun to just play laser tag with each other. Sure. And, I mean it was not as good as going to play laser tag somewhere you could – Paid, never but, is, but but at least you were able to do it and so we played yeah. that all the time and i just feel like i would love to take over the pump house theater here in calgary is the best place and i think it would be a perfect place to have a big laser tag night and i taught when i used to work there i talked to my boss about it once i thought it'd be great like set lights up mm-hmm. in key locations and then turn the the regular lights off but you know there's shafts of light coming with the theater instruments and stuff like that to yeah. really just kind of trick the crap out of this place and you know, just do one night where it's just.
0: I seem to remember you talking about it, and me being like, "Yeah, I could totally help with that because I helped set the one up in Red Deer. Yeah, <laughs> that was part of my job. Yeah, so... which
1: would be so fun. I mean, I always wanted to do it with paintball, but paintball—that's kind of that theater is no longer running as a theater, and you can only use it as a as a paintball place. Whereas right? Laser tag—you can do it.
0: You're in and out.
1: Exactly. Yeah, so, anyway.
0: Nerf slash dart guns would have also been fun, but yeah. then you have to make sure you're collecting all of your darts. Exactly,
1: whereas laser tag is just... You, you're you in, you're out. Yeah, you shoot lasers at each other. It's it's perfect. Yeah. I was looking up retro toys... Sure. ...on... Man, I, like, it's just deja vu, because we've talked about some of this before, but yep. I don't think we talked about these, but I looked up retro toys online. Right. Do you remember Boglins? Vaguely... I'm going to pull up a picture for you. Boglins were ridiculous. Um, they were basically rubber goblins that you could put your – they were like a combination of a goblin and a puppet. Puppet.
0: Yeah. I remember – the reason I remember them more – like I never had them when I was growing up. But right? I remember them primarily because they're coming back and iHorror talked about it.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Like they're just weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boglins. They look K- like big – Boogers, Essentially. That you could stick your hand in, like you could talk with them and you could put your fingers in their eyes and you could pop their eyes out and everything. I had one and I loved that toy. Great. I don't know... What was so special about it and why I loved it as much as I did because it was literally just a piece of rubber. It was a rubber puppet, but it right. looked ugly and it was fun to play with and kind of creepy looking and you could pretend it was flying around. I don't know what was so good about it, but as I was going through and I saw that, the one, I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> I love this thing. Yeah. And again, I'm sure I've, my parents have gotten rid of it. It oh, is, probably. I was going to say decomposing, but it's rubber. So there's no way that it's decomposing in some landfill. It's just in a landfill somewhere no longer in my possession and I just kind of wish that all these things that I had as a kid not that I'd play with them but they're just so fun to to look back on and reminisce you might play
0: with a Boglin again I might
1: play with the Boglin or to be perfectly honest I would play with Ghostbusters again yeah especially because I have a nephew who is six years old so I could come over with Ghostbusters or I could come over you could play with Ghostbusters and a Boglin at the same time yep a Boglin is basically a big ghost yep <sighs> darn parents <laughs> those were i mean those were the biggest toys of my youth okay ghostbusters ninja turtles boglins popples do you remember popples i remember
0: popples yeah Big
1: stuffed animals that kind of had a pocket that you could flip them into and basically turn them into a ball
0: yeah uh i had farm equipment just like metal john deere tractor oh and yeah combine yeah. and i think uh like a spreader and that right. sort of stuff
1: Played with that, a bunch because it's just it's a really cool, pie quality. Sure, were they Tonka? Because I had Tonka trucks, although if they're John Deere, it's probably just John Deere. It, it was John
0: Deere, yeah. My grandfather was a farmer, right? Both of my grandfathers worked in farming, so it that was more of a proprietary. I think the combine was Cargill or something like okay, that, okay? But so, still, it
1: was I mean, John Deere makes John Deere toys, right? Yeah, so. I never had any of those, but I had Tonka trucks. Huh? I had a lot of Tonka trucks, and man, they were awesome. Yep. I spent countless hours in my backyard playing in my sandbox. Yeah. And I had the big Tonka trucks, like the dump truck and the grater and these were quality metal.
0: Oh yeah, the steel trucks. When that still meant something. Yeah, yep.
1: and then I had I would play with you know I would also have little roads and I would play with uh, Hot Wheels and yep. and dirt bikes and I mean all those something things. that
0: we hadn't mentioned yet. Right. Hot, Wheels Hot Wheels and, and micro machines and
1: micro. I played with micro machines less. My friend Mike had a lot of micro machines and I yeah. got his place and play with them. But Hot Wheels, I had a ton of Hot Wheels. Definitely. And you had the 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 little town, the mat that was just literally two dimensional. Yep city city and you it just had a roadway and traffic circles and parks and everything and you just i spent countless hours driving my hot wheels around there and mm-hmm. i'm sure that was part of my lego you know you had the oh yeah the town map and then you had the the cars in the or then you had your your built houses off in the in the country and yeah oh man
0: wheeled sharks what's that wheeled sharks sure yeah you never had sharks no mm, i had sharks nice yeah. Uh, again, I had the pirate island. What sure. else is the pirate island going to have?
1: Totally, that makes sense. Wheelchairs. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So Hot Wheels, they were another big part of my. But anything that you could drive in in my sandbox, I would just yeah, sure. deal with that. And you know, it was always a sad day when he, my dad would have to put the cover on the sandbox because winter was coming, and the 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 toys would go into the garage for the winter. it's just like ah. Oh.
0: Yeah, but then two months later, it's sled season and That's skating true. season and skiing season.
1: <laughs> yeah, get to go GTing.
0: GT, crazy carpet or tube.
1: I mean, for me, it was always GT. Okay. Yeah, crazy carpet. We we had or
0: disc. I guess is also the flying saucer. There. Yeah, yeah.
1: I we had the we had the flying saucer, but when it got scratched up, then it was not as good. Yeah. Uh, I. I had the GT, but I also had the crazy carpet. The GT, I would use on the hill across from my house. Okay. Literally, it was across the street from my house. I We would sit at the top of the hill, and my parents would just come and flash the lights and was like, okay, I got to go in for dinner. It was... That's perfect. It was so good. So we would sit on the top of the hill and go GTing, but I had the crazy carpet because we couldn't use gts at school right we were only allowed to use crazy carpets well, so we store
0: the gt in the boot room and you have to right, worry about exactly. one of the crazy carpet rolls yeah. up
1: so easily yeah so we would bring our crazy carpets and spend hours just you know you'd build jumps and you'd have three or four different people on the crazy carpet depending on how long it was and those are great but i mean when we were growing up we would take our gts down the hill and we would go three or four at a time and smash them into each other and like <laughs> try and push kids off the, and you know it was like a a king of the mountain sort of thing, or you know, the, whip
0: them with electrical cords. Just or right? what regular kids do. Whatever
1: you had to do. <laughs> but we would we would make jumps, and then you'd have somebody sit behind the jump, and you'd jump over them. Like we were reckless as children. Oh yeah, and it was great. Yeah. We also, I mean, there was a a fence, and somehow we all grew up fine. Right. So exactly. We. Uh, I remember there was a chain link fence. There was one side of the hill that we never really went down because it was. Basically, the fence was right there, so there oh, yeah. three of the four sides were, were up for up for grabs. So I mean, there was a it, there was a hole in the fence or like a, a gate in the fence that you could. The goal was to try and go down and then go through the fence and then see if you could get across the road into the right. alley. Just go right to the fence. So we actually sometimes would build jumps over the fence and try and jump the fence, and oh man.
0: That's a broken arm waiting to happen. Yeah,
1: inevitably one of the neighbors would come and dismantle the jump because, you know, we couldn't get enough snow to – be so we'd try and build it with wood and somebody would come and take the wood apart and, yeah, that, that jump never lasted that long. But the, yeah. the other ones, you know, they, they were only a couple feet high that you we would spend countless hours just packing snow and, yep. you know, and then it would get warm enough and then you'd pack it all down and then it would freeze and – those jumps lasted for months because you the the fence would or the the ice would just keep melting and it would just get harder and harder and man then then you would have icy slopes because all the the soft pack was gone and then you would just freaking fly down those things yeah
0: yeah that hurts though oh yeah. the ice oh, ice slopes
1: yeah. yeah yeah best part about my GT was when I was in high school a friend of mine worked at the at the local ski hill like it's the same as the the canyon, one, canyon, yeah. yeah, only a little smaller because it's the Pambina River or the Paddle River. I can't remember. What oh yeah, is, but Red it was, Deer,
0: the Red Deer River, River Valley has actually got a fairly good ski hill. In yeah, it, it
1: does. But uh, the Misty Ridge in Barhead was a decent little ski hill because it was the closest thing to us. It was sure. like, twenty minutes from town, so we would go way for the better day. than the four, right, hours, four would hours, take hours to get sunshine get to, or to Marmot. Yeah, because Marmot was closer than Sunshine. So. Yeah, but anyway, it was. Way, way closer than anything else. So we'd go down, and my friend worked at the at the ski hill. So the last day of the season, after everybody else went home, we all hung back, and we got to take our GTS down the ski hill. Oof. Oh <laughs> man, that was fun! I got going so fast that any lip I would get air time on. I mean, it was not I wouldn't get three feet of air, but I'd hit just this little bump, and I got you know I was so good. That would be fun. It was so fun, but then it was riding the T-bar up, and if you fell off the GT, I remember I fell off the T-bar, or I slipped or something, so I I grabbed the T-bar, so I'm going up on my back, and I've got my GT hooked between my legs <laughs> just trying to make sure, because I could see there was somebody else, a couple things, a couple of T-bars behind me, and if I let go, she was going to get taken out with my GT. It's like, don't let go. Don't let go. Don't <laughs> let go. It was so fun. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was great. So, I mean... Yeah, it was a. It was certainly a toy. Like I don't know what else you would yeah. call a GT, but yeah, it was. Also, well, sleds count, right? I think. Mm-hmm.
0: What else are you gonna? What's a good winter toy other than a sled? If you got a hill, what do you want to do? Slide down it. Exactly. Uh,
1: yeah. And then in the summer we'd bike down it. So there you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we missing stuff. I feel like we might be.
1: I mean, Mr. Potato Head, Rubik's Cube, Etch a Sketch, Yo Yo, Stretch Armstrong. Spent tons of time with. Swift. Yo-yos, right? And
0: edge a sketches and yeah. all of that stuff. <laughs> even a Rubik's cube. Never no. solved it till no. I was older. I still. still
1: have yet to solve a Rubik's cube. Oh,
0: no! You just have to rotate the middle thing top-wise. Top-wise.
1: <laughs> Use your main finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Main finger. Yeah, I, I still. I, I don't even care. Every now and then I'll pick one up and be like, "No, nope, don't really." I understand <laughs> that the middle, the middle thing on either side is the one that. That's the the color that you need to. Yep. That's the red. So anything red corresponds to that. But I, you know, the best I could ever do is basically get two sides.
0: One and, of the one of the indie films me and my friends made. This would be early university. Yeah. Late high school, early university, maybe even before I met you. Okay. Um. <laughs> which tells you how long it's been. Yeah. Uh, there is a scene in it where it was the story. It's set in the university dorm, and the story essentially is about suicide and dealing with and dealing with that first year and dealing with sure. all the trouble of that sort yep. of stuff. And there's a flashback in to the 70s, and there was no sound during it. It was just voiceover and standard movie stuff. Sure. So Kyle, the guy playing it, decided he had to have a conversation. So, And if you watch really close, you can tell he's describing how to solve a Rubik's Cube.
1: That's so funny. To one of our funny. other friends,
0: yeah, and you could like he's moving his hands properly. He's like, and then you turn, and then you turn this part, and then it has to go this <laughs> way. <laughs> so if you don't realize it,
1: yeah, it just looks but, like he's having a conversation and he's really into it. Right. If you know what he's doing, you. can But if see you could tell, he's... it's like
0: that guy. That guy's explaining how to solve a Rubik's yeah. cube.
1: I've seen the Thanks, videos. shot glass. Yeah. <laughs> shot glass. That's what it's called. Yeah. Nice. I've seen videos of of kids who. They get this Rubik's Cube, and they look, and they just spend... There's one where it's, it's timed, I think, and they start the timer, and the kid looks at it, and he spends about a minute and a half just kind of analyzing it, and then he says, okay, I'm ready, and a guy, literally, he puts a piece of paper between the kid and the Rubik's Cube, and the kid, without, like, blind, is doing this, and all of a sudden, it's boom, and he does it in about 15 seconds, yeah. 30 seconds, something like that. I just... I don't have... I know there's grandmaster chess champions who can plan something 20 moves in advance. You'd have to have that sort of mind in order to do that with a Rubik's Cube. I suck at chess, and so... Well,
0: once once you know the standard set of how to solve a Rubik's Cube, it's essentially always the same. You just have to get it to one point. Right. So it's just, you have to plan those three, four moves to get it to a point where it's like, okay, this clicks into the solution. Right. And
1: then it's just flicking. Yeah. Yeah. I just like taking off the stickers and putting them on the other side so it's easier. But that
0: doesn't work. Because then you can't solve it again. (laughs) Unless you do that again. Then the stickers wear out. Then what do you do? My little pony stickers? Dave, that's not going to (laughs) work.
1: I don't know if there's anything. I'm sure we're missing stuff. But we want to get to the really fun part. This is kind of the precursor to what... Well, this We've, is fun. Yeah. It's just
0: we're, we want to get to the silly stuff that I looked up.
1: Well, and the different stuff that we haven't talked about before. Yeah. So if we're missing anything glaring, let us know. I mean, it also depends on when you grew up. If you grew up in the 90s, your to- your retro toys are a lot different than if you grew up in the 70s. Yeah. If you grew up in the 70s, thanks for listening. That's awesome.
0: Hula hoops. Yeah. That sort of stuff. Uh, we never talked about the the first ever thing in the toy in Game Hall of Fame. Ball.
1: Sure. What about, what about cup and ball?
0: I never really played with a cup of paddle ball. I spent a yeah, lot like of time paddle with paddle ball.
1: ball. Yeah. yeah.
0: Probably to the point of driving my dad nuts. <laughs> dup, 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 dup.
1: Isn't there a Family Guy reference there? I think so. Yeah, just a minute. Don't open. No. <laughs> and Chris is playing with the paddle ball, and Peter, t- he leaves, and then he's got the paddle ball, and you hear the same sound. He's like, what? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I liked paddle ball, but never really... Yeah, it was just something to do. Yeah, when it's minus sixty and you can't go
0: outside and you're tired of Nintendo, you just sure. paddle ball. Yeah, there you go. Floor hockey.
1: Yeah, as well. Uh, mini stick hockey. Yep. Yeah, loved mini sticks. Played a lot of mini sticks. Um,
0: yeah, had a net in the basement. Yeah, in Grand Prairie.
1: Okay. My brother enough. and I, we we had. We would play downstairs sometimes, but we would also, we would just play in the hallway upstairs, and so, oh, yeah. Yep. yeah, because it was, you know, the hallway's four and a half feet or whatever, yeah. and and so, you know, one person would be up against the wall, and the other person would be down the hallway up against the linen closet, and would just take turns firing it, you know, and we'd use a, you know, a sock or something, so it wouldn't damage the walls or anything, yeah. and we played for hours in there, again, much to the chagrin of my parents, I'm sure, because yeah. it's... You know, kids yelling. But, I mean, at least we weren't fighting. We were just making noise. We doing so, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything else offhand. I'm sure it'll come to me tonight at 3 in the morning. Like, oh, how did I not talk about this? <laughs> but, you know, if that's the case. That's the case. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: All right. So the second half of our discussion of Retro Toys is brought to you by Dash Jones's Bone Polish. Now, Dave, mm-hmm. you like having bones, right? I sure do. Now, when was the last time you really took care to clean your bones?
1: Oh, man. If I don't know, it's probably been too long.
0: Mm. Dash Jones's Bone Polish is your answer. Four out of five anthropologists agree that people who start using Dash Jones's Bone Polish today maintain 75% brighter, smoother, and sparkling bones. And it's so easy to use. Just put on the protective apron. Goggles and gloves, and then generously snort as much as you physically can for fifteen minutes every day. You have fifteen minutes, right, Dave? I sure do. They're your bones. That's Dash Jones's Bone Polish. We're number B Own Oh B uh one. Number B one And we're
1: back and we've decided we're gonna just Cancel the rest of the podcast and come up with a new one called the guys from Pogcast. I
0: thought I brought out my sleeve, the only sleeve I kept of my pogs.
1: And Sean and I spent the last ten minutes before we started recording again analyzing the throwing styles of pogs. Yep. And I literally went through each one of the pogs that he had, trying to figure yep. out if I had any of the same ones that he did.
0: And we, did we come across a few that you thought maybe we poison close? Ones? The poison
1: ones was like, oh, I had some kind of similar to that, but yeah. I, I don't.
0: Maybe some of the hockey player ones.
1: Probably. I'm yeah. sure I had a Peter Kleemapog. Probably. Everybody had a Peter right? Kleemapog. And
0: a Mike Donnelly because Mike it's Donnelly. Mike Donnelly. But yeah,
1: it was it was one of those <laughs> I can't believe how much time we spent talking about a game, like Sean said before we hit record again, you spent fifteen seconds playing and the rest of the time was setting it up and organizing which ones got flipped over and which ones didn't and setting them back up to uh,
0: yeah 15 seconds to play is ambitious that's
1: generous yeah
0: Yeah.
1: depends on how long of a of a setup you were getting your your slammer on your finger oh my
0: god and apparently grand prairie had different slamming styles than Barhead did
1: obviously we only went with the two finger method whereas apparently they could pinch it up and that sound never mind. As,
0: as long as you were standing yeah yes yeah. See it, Peace Country tour was obviously different than the local Edmonton stuff. There you like, go. When when you're playing the kids from from Wembley and Grimshaw, like <laughs> that you gotta be able to stand,
1: right? I suppose so. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> I hope Wembley's from up there. It's been a long time. <laughs> I know
1: Grimshaw is. Yeah.
0: But Okay, so so Dave, Sean, what which of the the three lists would you like to start with? I feel like the twenty worst kids' toys ever should be held for last, probably. So, do you want to do ten old toys that made sense in their era and nowhere else, or the eight most wildly irresponsible vintage toys?
1: Let's go with the ten, then the eight, then the twenty.
0: Okay. So the the first one, Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you the name of it. Okay. I want you to try and tell me what you think it could be. Okay? The first one is called the Swing Wing. The Swing Wing. Yep, it's from the 60s. Okay. It is um, a terrible idea. It is a terrible idea that there is a commercial for and that commercial is totally going to be at the
1: end of this podcast. So this is which one is this? The 10
0: Ones that only fit in their era in their and era,
1: nowhere else. And nowhere else. The swing wing. Yeah. Is this something to do with a swing set? Nope. Wow. It
0: it has more to do with a hula hoop than a swing set.
1: Okay. I I don't I don't e- I can't even begin <laughs> to imagine what this might be.
0: Okay. Picture yourself in 1966. Okay. Done. <laughs> that was very easy for you. And you see all of your friends playing with their hula hoops Mm -hmm. and their fun things Mm -hmm. outside. And you're like, you know what I would really like to do? I'd like to do something with my head. You know what I really like on my head? Ribbons. You know how I'd like to attach ribbons to my head? Some sort of plastic beanie. So what the swing wing was... Is a blue plastic beanie. You'll have to take my word for it if you click on these, as they are in the show notes. You can see them, but it's 66, so black and white. Mm -hmm. It's a blue beanie with red, white, and blue plastic streamers coming out of the top and a chin strap. Now, what do you imagine you do with said thing? Whip it around? Yeah, with your head. That...
1: Can I look now? Sure. It looks (laughs) terrible. What? Terrible. I have to put my glasses on for this segment.
0: What? <laughs> yeah. It's so it's so, the it's the red, white and blue ribbony things that used to come on old bikes, mm-hmm. essentially attached to your head with a beanie that has a chin strap and the whole purpose is to swing Give your Give yourself head around. whiplash.
1: Essentially, yes. Wow. And, if you stop too abruptly, get ribbon in the face. Yes. Wow. This is already going very well. (laughs) Would you play with it? No! Okay.
0: I feel like that's the way to do this one, because I don't have prices on these, unfortunately, because it just doesn't make sense. No. Uh, I could... I tried a little bit, but it was mostly places that are selling vintage toys, as in a place where you remember having this when you were eight. Sure. Well, you can get it again, $40. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's not exactly what I wanted.
1: Well, and and inflation and all that stuff. Like Yeah. It, the Swing Wing probably cost five bucks back in the day. That's a lot. Or, like, a dollar or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no, I would not play with it.
0: Okay, great. This one I feel is self explanatory. Oh, okay. Well, it's called the Earthquake Tower playset. It's literally a tower that you can shake to make for from the movie Earthquake. <laughs> Dave, feel free to look.
1: Oh, interesting. It's a
0: tower. Okay. That seventies were such a disaster film era. Sure. So You got, in this playset... Yeah. A five-foot cardboard skyscraper.
1: Wow. That's
0: huge. Three cars. Okay. A fire truck, a rescue vehicle and helicopter, 24 firemen, policemen, and assorted rescue personnel, and innocent civilians who are to fall to their deaths. (laughs) Wow. It's... If you... If you go to the site to actually see it, it is legitimately a five foot tall cardboard tower that just kind of falls apart that you could then try and save as many people as you can or save all the people
1: that's kind of awesome actually would
0: you play with the earthquake absolutely, set absolutely I would have I kind of want one now right then we could light it on fire and it's a towering inferno playset. yeah <laughs> It's a one-time use, but
1: still... Well, you play with it as Earthquake until you decide that you're done with it, and then we just go light it on fire on your veranda. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I would absolutely play with that one.
0: That's... It's just... It sounds so fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can see why it's only from that time period, because...
0: That was disaster movie era. Yeah. And... Teaching children that the futility of their lives could be ended at any moment by natural disasters might not be something that modern parents are willing to do. No, considering most of them aren't allowed to go sledding. So, (laughs) did I just tie like a nihilist existentialist bent into that? Maybe, but whatever. What's your off we go? What's your favorite part of the seventies, Dave?
1: Mmm, the music.
0: Excellent. You'll be so excited for this disco playset then. Really? Yep. <laughs> it's a Mattel. Sure. It's a Barbie playset. Okay. Where, feel free to look, the Barbie can go to some sort of disco tech. In the most seventies blue, yellow, orange, and red and green design you've ever seen, she of course wow has bell bottoms. Sure, uh, and she's not sitting with Ken. She's sitting with some sort of uh, mustachioed s-
1: disco dancer
0: gentleman. Yeah, I used the term lightly. Mm-hmm. The set also came with a built-in AM radio. That way, you could
1: listen to your favorite disco tunes exactly while you were playing with Barbie and.
0: Uh, Francois. That might be giving him too much credit.
1: <laughs> Barbie and Frank? There you go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not that.
1: No, I, I'm not big into disco music, but I'm.
0: But you can see that doesn't apply anywhere else. No. That's kind of fun, though. Yeah. You get a
1: little radio well, and it's I... a set. Okay. Oh.
0: Oh, no, it's okay. The live-action Ken on stage doll was sold separately.
1: Oh, okay. So this is still part of the same thing. Oh, it was, yeah. Okay,
0: great. Live-action Ken was in his disco finery, uh, and the stage was motorized so Ken could dance as Beautiful. he sang. Terrific. And it came with a record with Ken singing. <clears throat> I feel like we might get a copyright strike if I play this song, but we are going to pause right now so Dave can hear it. Because I think Dave needs to hear it. And you guys can go to this website. It'll be in the show notes. There you go. Again, to listen to it yourselves.
1: You guys, you need to check that song out. (laughs) It's apparently Ken is the lead singer for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Or no, wait. Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, he's... Yes. He's the lead singer for Blood, Sweat, and Tears. It's amazing. (laughs) And how would you not want to boogie listening to that song?
0: Hey... Combine that with a Ken doll wearing a fringe jacket, pink shirt, and orange, I think, suede pants dancing on a motorized stage, and uh, you've got yourself a good time. You've got yourself a party. Now, this isn't specifically targeted at you, but would you get that for your niece?
1: I mean, I wouldn't be... (laughs) I wouldn't get it if... It wouldn't fly off the shelf towards me, but it's not something I would completely put out of my mind. Right. Like, I'm not... You're not swing-winging this. No, exactly. Okay. I'm not as into it as I am the earthquake model, but...
0: Let's be fair. That earthquake thing. I realize that this is only making sense in the 70s, but I want one. Totally. So, no. Yeah. (laughs) I don't feel like the Sunshine family is that weird. It's just strange...
1: 70s things. Oh, I totally looked at the next one.
0: Fine. You have an idea. That's not the play set.
1: I I just saw a semi-truck.
0: Great. What era do you figure that's from?
1: 80s? No. 90s? 70s. What?
0: Trucker stuff? C.B. McCall? Oh, yeah,
1: I guess so. Like, um... Uh... Smoking Abandoned time period. 77. Right. Yep. Okay, yeah, that makes sense.
0: This toy came out in 1977. Okay. It's a line of toys called CB McCall. Okay. The line comes with two big rigs. Okay. So if you get, let's say that you were really into trucker toys. Sure. If you got the whole set, you would get two big rigs okay. the CB McCall big rig and the bear masher. Sure. A police car. Policeman figures, and good or bad truckers. And there's also a truck stop set. Really? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Uh, How much do you think it cost in 1977? This is one of the few I actually have a price for. And I don't mean the whole line. I just mean
1: the truck stop. The truck stop? Yeah. Can I see a picture of the truck stop?
0: No, because that has the price on it. That's the only reason
1: I have a price. Okay, fair. Uh... It's,
0: I'd say shoeboxy size, okay. maybe a little smaller. Okay. There is a mechanic station, two gas pumps, uh and the little sign thing. Uh the station sign and I don't think you can go into the store, but there is a
1: store. Okay. 1977. Yes. $20. $8.88. What? It's the 70s, dude. I know. I was. I. I felt like I was you I dramatically felt like I was highballing, under, but yeah. You
0: dramatically oversold inflation. Yeah. It, the 70s were still... Yeah.
1: Can I look at it now? Sure. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. It's not that bad. I, I would have played with that. I, I would play with that now.
0: Yeah. That's fair. Especially with, if you had the big rigs
1: and yeah, the truckers. The, the station itself, maybe not so much, but the the whole set, absolutely I would yeah. have that. Yeah.
0: Um. So, there's also, as I mentioned, the good and bad truckers, mm. which is just fantastic. You can get them with, with, or without
1: shirt. I mean, clearly the one with the shirt is the good trucker, and the one without a shirt and sunglasses on is the bad trucker. No,
0: that's the same trucker.
1: Well, I just assume.
0: No, that, it's the same one. You just get to switch whatever he looks like because it's it's uh the useful yeah. no 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 the bad truckers are bald guys with eye patches because they are bald guys with eye patches oh of course they patches. are that makes
1: so much more sense yeah but he has a shirt in every one I mean the one he's got like the the vest the sleeveless vest. I guess all vests are sleeveless yeah actually no he's sleeveless in everything
0: Yes. yep that's the lesson here sleeveless men are evil
1: yeah If you don't wear a shirt under a vest, evil. Especially if you're bald and either have sunglasses, a patch, or sunglasses, a cowboy hat, and a mustache. Yeah,
0: exactly. Also, I don't know if you noticed their hand positioning, but it's really awkward.
1: Ooh. Really,
0: uh... really, really awkward. And they were, good news, Dave, sold that way. Meaning, that's not them positioned weird. That is literally how they look in the package. <coughs> Good. Yeah. Super. I'm going to skip the 30s German toys for obvious reasons. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You are more than welcome to go look at them on your own if you so wish, but they are exactly what you think. Think post 33.
1: <laughs> okay, moving <sighs> right along. You like board games, right, Dave? Sure. Who doesn't like board games? Beside my mother,
0: eh, that's fair. My yeah. dad's not a big fan either. Okay, but how do you feel about board games that are trying to teach you a, a message?
1: I, I mean, I'm less inclined to play one of those than I am, say, the. Well, I guess the game of life does teach you a message. It
0: does. It. It's not. It's not an educational game, per se. Okay. But it kind of is. Okay. It's called Blacks and Whites.
1: Okay. Do you want me to keep going, or should I... Oh, my God.
0: Uh, I don't know if you should keep going. the, The horrified response that Dave is having is probably appropriate. It's... This is something that you could only get away with, I guess, in the 70s, but even that's pushing it. I feel. Can I look now? If you like. I'm scared. Wow. Do you, do you want more description on what this is? I don't know if I do. It's supposed. What was intended mm. by blacks and whites is to show. I'm gonna keep calling it that because mm-hmm. that's, that's literally the, the, the name title of the, of the game. game. Yeah. It's supposed. It's a take on Monopoly. Okay. And it is supposed to demonstrate to people who don't experience it what life is like for a minority living in the United States. Okay. That is a well-meaning message. Sure. It probably could be a good idea. Okay. But here's an excerpt from the rules. Oh, dear. So some people play as whites and some people play as minorities. Sure. Whites start out with one million dollars. Blacks with 10,000, and each race had different opportunity decks. While whites could buy property in any part of the board, blacks were limited to certain areas until they had accumulated at least $100,000 and were outright banned from property in the suburban zone.
1: I feel so dirty right now we're not playing it. I don't care. We're not buying it. We are certainly not buying it.
0: <laughs> I don't need to ask you about whether or not you would play this. No, you don't.
1: The answer is yes. I mean...
0: <laughs> I know how to make you feel more comfortable. Oh, good. The game is called Adultery. Now, <laughs> for those of you who can't see it, which is everyone but me, Dave just threw his pen down, you heard that, and then leaned away... Double face palming and then tenting his fingers over his eyes as if shading himself from the horror <laughs> that is adultery. <laughs> Shall I continue telling you about it? I mean, why not? What? Okay, here. What era do you think this is from? Sixties. Yes. Okay. Essentially, it is a free love game. Okay. The object is to earn tokens. Okay. When everybody has time tokens, players are paired up at random to go use their time tokens somewhere else in the house. The game ends when you have had a chance to leave with two different players.
1: So basically, it's a game that helps swinging. Yes. Huh. Weird. And it is weird. Kind of dirty. Kind of dirty? Well, I mean, obviously... Stuff like that still exists. Totally. Like, key parties are no really... I mean, they're not really that different. No. If that's something you're into, that's something you're into. It's just... There's a game for it, apparently. Yeah, from the 60s. that's a thing.
0: Wow. I'm skipping how you earn tokens. So, I'm gonna skip 90s can, because 90s can is basically just can again, but with... Very Backstreet Boys aesthetic. Oh, sure, yeah. So, we're going to move ahead to what is probably the greatest 50s toy of all time, which is a whole set of things. Nuclear toys.
1: Of course. You know what
0: kids want to play with, Dave? Nuclear power plants. Obviously. Actually, when you look at them, it's essentially a science fair project. What? So, do you hate your kids? And... (laughs) Or do they want to become nuclear technicians? Sorry, nuclear technicians. <laughs> then, uh, yeah. They also made nuclear cars. Sure. Because why not?
1: Oh, good. And, and, you, and planes that dropped A-bombs. No, no. That's oh. a that's a bomb. Oh.
0: That's a, a safe, harmless, giant atomic bomb.
1: Oh, it's not the plane. It's literally just the bomb. It's just the bomb. Super. Yeah. Because nothing says fine like pretending to bomb nagasaki.
0: Sure. You're the one that took it there, but sure. They could just be testing, Dave. Atolls.
1: Oh, sure. It's yeah. the
0: 50s. The kids then <laughs> probably weren't born, they're baby That's boomers. That's fair, yeah.
1: Okay. I wonder if my dad ever played with nuclear nuclear toys? Yeah, nuclear nu- toys. I'm I'm asking, I'm writing a list of toys that my dad might have played with, including the swing-wing. <laughs>
0: you think your dad played with the gilbert glass blowing set
1: i i saw this one before because who thought that it was a good idea to have a glass blowing i mean it's that's more dangerous than a wood burning kit
0: Mm, but it's not as dangerous as their molten lead casting kit that they also made molten lead casting kit caster kit jr yes Oh, my God. If you would like to turn around, it's on the screen behind you right now. We've moved on to the eight most wildly irresponsible vintage toys. It's a lead casting kit. Wood burning sounds like a breeze now compared to giving your nephew a (laughs) a molten Molten lead lead. casting kit.
1: Dear James, happy (laughs) seventh birthday. Here's something that'll kill you and sear you. Yeah.
0: Or maybe just slowly poison you. Totally. Whatever. Great. It's all leading to the same goal. Ooh. (laughs) I just don't understand. I get that they're from the 20s, 30s, that sort of stuff, but... Anything
1: that involves hot objects.
0: Anything that involves hot molten lead is probably a bad idea, let alone hot glass. Wood burning, okay.
1: Yeah, like when we were growing up one of the things that we forgot to talk about was the Creepy Crawlers. Yeah. Which was basically like the at that point cuz toys were more not less unisex, but like you had the Easy Bake Oven and then my brother had the the Creepy Crawlers, which was you you used Essentially, plastics, plastics, and basically, yeah. like you used molds and put them in the oven and you baked them. Yep, they were great. They were really fun. We had a lot of, we had a, yeah, a sticky bunch of spiders yeah, and yeah, scorpions exactly.
0: and that sort of stuff, trying to get color blends. I yeah, had one. I totally. played with them all the great. time.
1: So, but I mean, that they were still hot, so you had to. But I mean, it was the heat came from when you put it in the in the baker, and yep. then you took it out and just had to wait for them to cool down before you got to play with them.
0: Yeah, which was always the worst. Right, <laughs> I just spent half an hour molding these. Now Come I have to on. wait
1: for them to, yeah. But then you have, like, that the, the heat, then you got to play with them because they were cool. Yep. Versus these, which are, the fun is coming from the heat and the chance of scalding yourself and well, getting third degree burns. Glass
0: blowing is you're making tubes? Sure. Which you could then use in your chemistry set.
1: Obviously, I had a chemistry set. I definitely didn't, but I—I I mean, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> or seems you could, like a terrible idea.
0: You could make molten lead. <laughs> I tried to get through that without realizing how horrible of an idea it would have been to give seven-year-old Sean a molten lead kit. <laughs> but uh, you could make soldiers. Sure. I think that it's a toy that makes other toys. Yeah, kind of.
1: But you would have to buy the molds to make those other toys. Right, but I'm assuming it probably came with some moles. Sure. Right? Yeah, I just don't know which ones. Oof, terrible idea. <laughs> Do you ever play with model trains, Dave? Eh, sometimes. Yeah, a little bit. My, a buddy of mine had an incredible model train set. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: The first ones were a little different. Uh, okay. Dockyard locomotives. Okay. Um, essentially. They ran on steam? Yeah. Actually? Yeah, kind of. How do you figure they ran? I want it's eight this is from 1843. So oh, wow. so don't think this is some 60s horrible idea or a 30s lead kit. Right. This is this is old tech. Okay. Cuz even in the well, 60s probably had electric train sets, sure. right? That, yeah. So this is this is real old. So it would have had to have actually been burning something, yeah. Coal? No? What? No. Much more volatile than either of those. I'm trying to think
1: of what else was around back then. Uranium! Uh, Uranium yeah. wasn't around I then. <laughs> you also can't burn it. I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of something that's volatile. Uh, was it like petrol or gasoline or something?
0: Kerosene or alcohol, yeah. So oh. kids had to pour in kerosene or alcohol and then light it to get it to run. Super. I feel like kids are a little too coddled nowadays but holy crap, no. <laughs> seven-year-old Dave does not need to be loading kerosene into a train and then lighting it. No.
1: Seven, 33-year-old Dave can barely load fire uh, uh, lighter solution, lighter fluid, into a Zippo and light it without burning himself. Yeah. So seven-year-old Dave would not have been able to do that with kerosene and a big train. That no, would have set the house on fire.
0: know what the best part is? Think of when it's made mm-hmm. Do you think it was safe? As in, do you think it didn't leak? Oh god no No, it sure didn't It also had a, a steam attachment to it So that way you would be boiling water sure. So it would have boiling water And it would also dribble out A stream of kerosene laden water On the floor behind it
1: Perfect, so you could light it Just like you could in the, the plane in Die Hard too. Exactly Excellent
0: <laughs> Wow Feeling good so far?
1: Feeling great
0: do you think James would like some power tools?
1: Obviously. Great. I mean, he actually probably would. My nephew loves building things. and Awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, that's it. It's oh. literally child-sized oh, power tools. Wow. They're called Power Might tools that allowed kids to play with fun-sized replicas of the tools Dad uses every day.
1: That looks like the 9-volt or the 18-volt tools that I have, like the Ryobi tools and the, like...
0: Yeah. They're not plastic. They're die-cast metal. Yeah. So that's an actual – like it's an Those actual – legit. Drills and yeah. circular saws and
1: – Wow. I thought there was more you're like, no. No, they're, no, they're no, that's, literally that's just the power tools. Wow.
0: Okay. I don't even know what that is. Saber saw? A drill press, buffer. That's a sander.
1: Oh, is that a center? It looks like a jigsaw to me.
0: I think that's a saber saw. That
1: might be a router.
0: Yeah. Good God! Here you go, James. Here's a saber saw
1: and a router. <laughs> Good luck with this. I guess
0: if, like, if Dad's a carpenter and you see him there every day and he and you're there with him,
1: sure. But that's definitely toys that require adult supervision. I would hope so. That's not like, here's your router. Go play. Yeah. Yeesh.
0: The next one on this list is just the oven. We talked about oh, that okay, already. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gilbert. Remember Gilbert? The company that made the glass blowing oh, and yes. lead blowing? They're back, are they? They sure are. Okay. Because they have a chemistry
1: set. Of course they do.
0: Theirs looks a whole lot more dangerous than mine was. Wow! <laughs>
1: yeah. That's a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Wait, how to make an explosive mixture?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, you're making a a modified... What is this? Sulfur, powdered charcoal, and potassium nitrate. Oh, that's gunpowder.
1: Super. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, you (laughs) know, nothing says fun in the 60s like... 30s. 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 Right. right. Like, blowing your own glass and then mixing gunpowder in it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I did have a chemistry set, but it did not promote... My making of
1: gunpowder well, That sounds like a pretty crappy chemistry set to me. <laughs> uh,
0: Apparently it got taken off the market After a series of uh, Lawsuits No Anyway, I am so surprised by this information <laughs> You just taught my 8 year old How to make gunpowder <laughs> <laughs> And gave him the stuff to do it
1: Oh, good God. (laughs) I don't know what happened to the kids who got to play with these things and what they ended up turning into. Like, did they turn into chemists or? If they worked, great.
0: But I'm imagining that for some they worked. Like, again, you said you didn't have a chemistry set. No. I did. And I I didn't become a chemist, obviously. Never huge on the sciences. But I enjoyed the chemistry set. Yeah. I enjoyed chemistry to a point so had to do
1: organic chemistry yeah yeah
0: bleh yeah i just yeah you want to talk about a magic pistol oh
1: god we're following up something that can make gunpowder with a magic pistol
0: with a magic gun yeah it's from the 50s and it shoots plastic balls okay which we've all had stuff that sure. shoot the little shoots ping pong yeah. balls and yeah. that sort of stuff yeah how do you think they were fired
1: I, I can't even begin to imagine. It certainly wasn't compressed air, was it? No, no. <clears throat> I don't know, was there a hydrogen explosion that shot it out? Like
0: You're not far oh, off. Oh, God. You essentially, you're mixing, now see my air quotes, listeners, magic crystals and water. Huh? You familiar at all with calcium carbide?
1: Uh, Not particularly.
0: Which is on all the hazardous materials lists because as soon as it comes into contact with water, it becomes a flammable gas. Good. Imagine how fast those plastic balls (laughs) went. (laughs) Apparently, you could fire a plastic ball over 70 feet. What? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Again... Y'all need to get to the site and the thing if you're interested, because Dave and I have to pause right now so he can see an Austin Magic Pistol vintage space toy work on YouTube. Oh my god.
1: Okay, so who needs water when you can just spit in it? Yeah. Literally, you guys, the spit and the calcium carbide is enough to fire this thing across a backyard. And it sounds
0: like a gun. Mm-hmm. Because it is. Because calcium... it's making a little explosion. Yeah. Calcium carbide and water flammable gas. Then when you, it doesn't immediately go, you have to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. So it works essentially like a gun. Yeah. A gun that fires ping pong balls.
1: I mean, it probably wouldn't kill a person because it's literally just a ping pong ball. It but is.
0: And it you can see, if you go to the website, you can see the video. The ping pong ball itself kind of flies in an arc.
1: Yeah. Like it's clearly getting taken by the wind. But if you were standing close enough and you fired at somebody, that would hurt like hell. Oh,
0: and you know kids did in the fifties. Absolutely. Totally did. Boy. <laughs> now, the American Basic Science Club oh, dear. has the number one on here. Okay. And is it not a chemistry set? It's a kind of chemistry set. Okay. What haven't we done so far that would be horrifyingly dangerous? We've done glass blowing. Yeah. We're kind of breezed over that because you've seen it already, but it's not as entertaining as the lead kit. No. The chemistry kit that teaches you how to make gunpowder. Sure. What is missing?
1: Uh, something that teaches you how to explode things
0: if this exploded I think there'd be bigger problems oh the look on dave's face is so priceless I wish you guys
1: could see it I can I can I look now if or... you if
0: you want to ruin the surprise okay. sure you're not wanting to guess I'm just we're running a little long so you don't want it to stretch too much
1: I'm just trying to think of what it Like, is it something to do with nuclear anything?
0: Kids First Atomic Energy Lab. You can look now if you like. It's in a box.
1: Of course it is. Oh, just a little cardboard box. Yeah. Yep. Filled with safe radioactive materials. Safe radioactive materials. Yeah.
0: Don't swallow any. It comes with uranium. Okay. And radium, which is a million (laughs) times more radioactive than uranium.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some of the experiments
1: require dry ice Sure Because that's easy to come by yeah. Especially in the 50s Uh, yeah
0: uh, apparently You can never order replacement uranium Because you can't That would be illegal
1: So you can get it the first time But you can't order re- replacement uranium
0: You'd have to get another kit
1: <laughs> Okay
0: there's also a coupon to get some of the, the wave chambers refilled. Oh, perfect. That sort of stuff. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, but when you think about it, the half-life on this, it's going to last 50, 60 years at least. Right. With the small amount you're getting. But you were – were remember who I said made this? The American Basic Science Club? Yeah. Who do you think had their own? Their own nuclear kit? Atomic Energy Lab kit.
1: Yeah. Oh, the same company that did the glass blowing kit? And the lead kit. And the lead kit and the, the gunpowder kit. Yeah. Yeah. Of course they did. Well, they had to keep up with the American science. Base The club? Club, yeah. Yeah. Of course they did. Can I look now?
0: Sure. It comes with a Geiger counter. That way they can make sure that they're not going to get dangerous levels of radiation from the radium
1: in their oh kit. Oh god. Hey kids, <laughs> here's your, your, your uranium and your Geiger counter. Have fun.
0: Wow. And radium. Sure. Yeah. Radium's worse. (coughs) (laughs) Those are barely toys, though. Like, when we get to it, that's an atomic energy kit, which is a terrible idea to begin with. Horrible (sighs) idea. That (sighs) brings us to the 20 worst kids' toys ever. Oh, my God. Which I feel are horrifying enough, but at the same time, these are more toys. Okay. Than the uh, there there are no atomic energy kits by right. Gilbert in here
1: right. It's so it's of, not quite as bad.
0: Kind of thinks about Martin making the the nuclear power plant for the competition <laughs> right that Homer wins yeah. But it's actually powering this room right now. Mm. That's, you lose. Get off my stage. That's how he did it. There he you ha- go. He probably had a – he had the basic American science oh, yeah. club kid. Yeah,
1: for sure. He wasn't a Gilbert kid. He was a basic American science club kid. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know what a nuclear panther plant was. <laughs> so how do you want to do this? I don't even know.
0: <laughs> I'm just so scared. As scared as you would be if you bought somebody a breastfeeding baby doll? A breast... In the sense... What? So, horrified listeners, and Dave, <laughs> what is the worst case scenario you can think of when I just told you what that is?
1: I mean, it's either a doll that breastfeeds... Right. Or it's something that you actually hold up to your own and feed it that way. Either way, it's weird.
0: What's wonderful is you've kind of got both right. Oh, sweet Jeebus. Cuz you attach something to yourself that way, you could breastfeed the doll. Do you want to turn and look at it? I'm so happy that creep happened.
1: What? You that can That is so creepy.
0: You can literally see it and on this the box. fairly new. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's not that old. No, like
1: the Can we move on, please? Sure. It's just going to get worse. <laughs> I know I it. I don't think it does, actually. Okay. Uh,
0: Up next, I want you to tell me what you think something called a jibba jabber is. You can ask for a hint if you uh, like. Please
1: give me a hint. It is a sort of doll. Okay. Yeah. Is it a talking doll? Kind of. Is it a doll that just talks gibberish? Kind of. Is it like a demonic possessed doll that talks gibberish? No, no, okay. no.
0: No. It's much more weird than that. It's not as terrifying. More weird. A jibber-jabber. Yeah. Is a doll that makes noises when you shake it.
1: Oh, good.
0: Well, I didn't get to the fun part oh, yet. Oh, God. Do you want to know how you stop it from making noises? You cover its mouth and asphyxiate it? Cover its mouth? No, you homer it, strangle it, you wring its (laughs) neck, and it stops making noise.
1: So you shake it to make it, to start it making noise, and you strangle it to stop it making noise. Yeah. So basically this is the doll for sociopaths. Pretty much. Neat. He also
0: has fun green hair.
1: That is not at all what I was expecting it to look like. It's kind of a cartoon character. Yeah. So
0: it's a little less horrifying than if it was the same baby from that breastfeeding kit. Yeah.
1: But still, not really teaching you the best choices.
0: I, I skipped on the bread f- breastfeeding one.
1: Would you play with that? No. How about the jibber-jabber? No.
0: Are you not kind of tempted to play the jibber-jabber though? Kind of. As yeah. an adult, yes. As yeah. a kid, that's mm.
1: not something. I would not give that to my seven-year-old nephew.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. As a thirty-three-year-old, I'd be like, "Well, whatever. it's kind of
0: a stress thing." Yeah, you exactly. just shake it till it makes noise, and then you strangle it till it just stops. Shut it up! Yeah, yeah. Do you remember Jelly Bath?
1: No. Okay. What do you think
0: something called Jelly Bath is?
1: Is it basically like something that turns your bath water into Jello? Perfect. Nailed it. Yeah. Gross.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Why did anyone want that? Why?
1: How? Mm. It seems like a terrible idea.
0: It does. Wouldn't you just have to have another bath after?
1: A- you absolutely would have to have another bath after. Because d- you'd be all gunky with jello.
0: And would that go down your drains okay?
1: I don't know. Like, would you have to find some solution to make it... L- or just uh, eat it? Like... Ew. Absolutely ew. Well, and also... If it
0: was from the 30s, you would obviously
1: bleach it out. Clearly. Because <laughs> Yeah. Uh... I also feel like everybody's been to the beach. Sand gets everywhere. Imagine Jell-O. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Glad I nailed that one, though. <laughs> Feeling real good about Are, myself.
0: You don't sound glad. <laughs> Are you sure you know what glad means? <laughs> uh, would you get that for James? No. How about for yourself? No. How about for Scout? No. <laughs> I have to clean that up. No. God, no. Speaking of God... Oh, dear. <laughs> I can't believe that worked. <laughs> I was hoping it would, and it did. <laughs> you like action figures, right,
1: Dave? It is the craziest segue. Yes, I do.
0: No, it actually ties in...
1: I know. That's yeah. why I'm scared.
0: Now, let's say, for the sake of argument, you probably already assumed that this is a God action figure. Mm-hmm. Now... I would like you to try and tell me, I don't want to know what God looks like, because I think you have a pretty good idea of what this is going to look like. It's the standard depiction, white beard, all of that sort of stuff. I would like you to guess what the, the action figure comes with and what it's wearing. It comes with one thing and then its outfit.
1: Its outfit. Is it not like angelic robes?
0: You could call them angelic if you like. Is it a bathrobe? No. It's more 70s supervillain bathrobe. A onesie? Kind of. You'll have to see after, but I need you to guess what the accessory is. I'll give you three shots. What do you think the accessory, and those of you at home, feel free to play along. What accessory do you think the God Almighty action figure comes with? A lightning bolt.
1: Nope. Am I even close? Not really. A trident. No. Can I get a hint for this? It's
0: definitely not something you're expecting. You are thinking way too godly. A briefcase. It comes with a Kalashnikov AK-47 what? assault rifle. Straight up Can I from look God. Up? Oh yeah. His is the kingdom, oh, the God power, <laughs> and the glory. For he is God Almighty. His all man in his sweet seventies robe. <laughs> Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs>
1: That's amazing! I wasn't thinking action figurey enough. Obviously,
0: that was your hint because I didn't want to say think gun or weapon because you were naming those already. Mm-hmm.
1: But I—I I mean, oh my goodness! <laughs> wow.
0: Okay. It was so worth it. Ah. Uh... I don't even know if I could top that one, but I have to try, because right. toxic waste is fun. That's your hint. What do you think's next? Goop? No, there's actually no goo involved. Really? Uh, I believe James might already be a little too old for this. Unless he still likes Playmobil.
1: Uh, not really. Exactly.
0: A little too old for
1: him. What? I... I can't even begin to imagine where you're going with this. You mean the
0: first thing that popped into your head was not Playmobil hazmat figurine set complete with uh, hazardous waste disposal kits? Go ahead. It comes with like a wet vac, a barrel. Oh, good lord! Some sort of barrier, a blockade.
1: It's so horrifying. Do we know when this was released?
0: I don't. I I could look it up outside of. Yeah. But... No, the the list that we're on right now doesn't have prices or dates or anything on it.
1: And it's four and older, you know. Yeah. Because nothing says fun, like my niece playing with guys in hazmat suits and a vacuum. Yeah. And a 40-gallon drum of toxic waste to clean up. Yep. Wow.
0: Wow. Um, I just want you to turn around and look at this one. And then I'm not going to mention it, because I don't feel like it's something to mention. Is that Dora? It is. Oh, my God. We're going to move on now. Uh, And Dave and I will talk about that
1: afterwards, because it's horrifying. You guys need to come to the website and look at this, because it's... It shouldn't exist. No. Uh,
0: So, Dave, Mm. the next choice, Japanese. Oh, God. Nope. Nope. (laughs) He's not involved again.
1: Oh, dear. Dave...
0: What is what is your favorite seventies Robert De Niro movie? Um one of my favorite toy transitions of all time.
1: The God one will never be topped, but Raging Bull? No, I haven't seen Raging 80. Bull. That's 81. Uh, Taxi Driver. Mm, that's a good one, yeah. Godfather Part 2. Also very good. I'm
0: digging for the deer hunter.
1: Oh yeah. damn it. Okay, the Deer Hunter. Yeah. Is it? Oh. Is de- it a Deer Hunter toy?
0: Not particularly, but a part of the Deer Hunter is a very good hint of what this is. A very famous Christopher Walkeny part of the Deer Hunter. The is. Russian roulette scene? Imagine oh. buying something which is essentially a Russian roulette for kids. It's called the Kaba Kick. It is a pink plastic gun that you hold up to your temple and you pull the trigger, and it will randomly fire off a pink hippo foot to hit you in the head, and then
1: you lose. So it's like Pie Face, except way more sketchy.
0: It's, it's like Pie Face, but what Pie Face just doesn't have the balls to commit to. <laughs>
1: kid's face on the box is insane.
0: I am actually going to save that image and I am going to use that as the podcast thing, I Perfect. believe. Perfect.
1: <laughs> uh, I think so fun, like pretending to die and Russian. getting hit in the head with a pink hippo foot. Yeah,
0: it's plastic.
1: Sure. Hey, it's not it's using not magic crystals. <laughs> we both had the same thought. Yep. Oy.
0: Uh I believe you would already know the lightning reaction extreme. That's a very recent thing. It's the metal circle with the four uh, buttons. Oh, there's a light in the middle. You hit the light. If you're the first one to hit the light, you don't get shocked. Everyone else does. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. It's a
0: fairly. It's like pie face. It's right. like everything else.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> it's never a good sign when I start laughing before. Yeah, I, I know, suppose. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This one requires two people.
1: The game requires two people? Or the toy? The toy. Okay. If we call it a toy. The thing? Right. Yeah.
0: I don't know how to try and get you to guess this without either being A, horribly racist, or B, giving it away. Okay. So I just think you need to see a child's mini rickshaw for yourself. Because apparently it's a thing, and apparently it's something that kids enjoy.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they both seem really happy. The yeah, girl the girl pulling the rickshaw. Well, is, I can only assume it's her younger brother.
0: I would assume so, based on the stripe patterns on their shirts,
1: and just like she's older, clearly. Yep. So she seems like she's having a good time pulling that mini rickshaw.
0: Yeah. I just don't understand. Like, I suppose it's exactly the same as
1: pulling your little brother in a wagon. I just feel like that has the potential to dump your brother on it because that's what I would definitely do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's kind of the equivalent of jumping off a teeter-totter when you're on the bottom. Yeah. Which we've all done, honestly. Probably. But 100%, if I was pulling my brother on that thing, after a while, I'd just be like, and up you go! Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It doesn't
0: seem like a good idea. And why would you buy it? And where would you ever use it? Because right? it doesn't have the utility of a wagon. No. Or anything else. No. That no. One. Uh no, the next one on the list is paddleball, but we already talked about paddleball.
1: How is that a bad idea?
0: Yeah, it's
1: I guess if it came back lame. and you missed it hit you in the face and I don't know. It doesn't that's one that doesn't seem all that concerning to me.
0: How old is your niece? Four. Okay, so this is this is a little ways away. Oh, I should I've I've stopped asking because I got really excited. No, you don't want any of these. No, not even the God Almighty action. Admit it, it kind You of kind of want that God yeah, Almighty action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've talked about a lot of kits so far, oh. Dave. We uh we covered glass blowing, mm-hmm. uh, lead casting, mm-hmm. chemistry, yeah. atomic energy, sure, obviously, yeah. All of those, especially in the era, were probably targeted at boys. Sure. So, what could you presumably come up with? If you weren't thinking unisex and you weren't thinking modern, word, it could be anything. What are you what kind of sciency thing do you think you could?
1: Sciency thing? Sure.
0: We could call it that. It's a science of a sense. Once you understand what this is, you will maybe appreciate the fact that that is a play on words.
1: Science. It's a... like a
0: triple entendre for this. I'm actually pretty proud of myself. <laughs> Hold on. There we go. That was a high five for myself.
1: I don't even like I was thinking if it's for it's for girls, right? Yeah, it is. I was like it's a homemaker kit or a sewing no, kit or No, it's
0: more sciencey than that. More sciencey than that. I'll just how about I read the box for you? Please, hit me. Explore the mystery and science of fragrance in your Purp- own you making kit. Perfumery. Create your own signature fragrance. Cuz you know what a eight, nine, ten-year-old girl needs a chemistry set specifically made to make ethyls that will have sense. Obviously. Hi. It's real chemistry. Makes exotic scents. Have a perfume-making party. Doesn't that sound
1: awesome? I have a hard enough time when somebody who comes past wearing too much perfume yeah. walks past me if I was if I had a nine year old daughter and she was making perfume in my house, that would be unbearable. Yeah. Especially if she makes a mistake. Right? Yeah. We made
0: perfumes in chemistry. Okay. IP chemistry, we sure. did random stuff. Yeah. I still remember the day it's like, don't expose that to air or you know just don't. <laughs> like, oh okay. <laughs> Uh, but no, we made perfumes and like flavorings and stuff. Cause, sure. Cause why not? Why not? It's actually it's fun and it is real chemistry. It's a very interesting chemistry. Sure, but they've marketed it uh, very awkwardly. Yeah, and um, it looks
1: like Betty and Veronica making chemistry. If, or
0: if it if Betty and Veronica were made by you know Nirvana, no no what's the what's the old Canadian animation company? Another one I'm talking about the with the the polar bear and the star. Yeah, I know
1: exactly what you're talking about. I can't remember what the what it is offhand. Yeah, yeah. But yes, totally. If they were made by them, yeah, hundred percent. And they're really happy with their perfume making.
0: Again, though, it's not a terrible concept. It's just they didn't put any thought into
1: it. Yeah, yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. It did i totally made a perfume for you mom
1: hope it's good happy mother's day mom hope it's good hope you don't get third degree burns by putting this on yourself
0: oh if you do it horribly wrong it's possible yeah i'm assuming they've made it very simple
1: sure but, but. also i hope it doesn't reek yeah like hey mom wear that new perfume i made you
0: Banana, pepper, lavender, and corn. And
1: corn. (laughs) Oh, my. I call it
0: Nebraska Sunrise. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh,
0: boy. Yep. Speaking of awkward toys for girls. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Dave, just look at the pole dancing doll so we can move on. Oh, come on. I just don't want to look at it anymore. I just, I didn't, uh, there was no way that could have not been, so let's just,
1: yeah. let's just keep going. I like how there was not really a sentence there, it was just, I just, I, there was no way, yeah, let's just, yeah, mm mm-hmm, no, we don't need to, yeah. So,
0: I'm sad that James just won't probably want that Playmobil hazmat. Team.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, he's just a little, it's just a little too young for him. That,
0: that's fair. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he would appreciate a different Playmobil set. Oh, now, good. Let's say,
1: mm-hmm.
0: for example, uh-huh. they found the hazmat set a little too exciting.
1: A <laughs> little too exciting? Hey, you, you could play Outbreak with that. Sure.
0: Uh, if you get that 50s atomic bomb, you could have all days of Absolutely, fun. Absolutely, Combining yeah. all of your yeah. toys together. Yeah. What do you think? I'll give you three shots at this. Okay. What do you think the most boring job to add to a Playmobil set would be? Janitor. Nope. Although, I, if I remember right, that may come up later. Oh, boy. Accountant. Nope. Librarian. You just weren't thinking TSA with your own Playmobil custom set, complete with X-ray machine, wand,
1: metal detector. I've never seen anybody that happy going through an
0: airport, ever. (laughs) Especially now. Right? Especially if it's TSA approved. (laughs) Playmobil has done some great stuff. Yeah. Nothing against Playmobil. But. I'm sure I probably had something. Oh, I absolutely did. Yeah. The yeah, little town or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Security check. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, The shape-shifting Punisher I've already showed you. Yeah. I encourage people to go look at the incredibly awkwardness that that is. Mm-hmm. Incredible awkwardness. That would be English.
1: Incredibly awkward awkwardness. Yep. Yeah.
0: So let's return to Japan, shall we? Oh,
1: yes, please, let's.
0: Which doll has horrified you the most so far?
1: (sighs) Gotta be the breastfeeding doll.
0: Okay, yeah. I don't know that a baby you can shave is going to be more or less disturbing than the breastfeeding doll. What? It's the hairy baby. It's you can shave the baby. What? (laughs) It's... Horrifying! A very strange red hair that seems to be everywhere. Everywhere that you can shave. For reasons,
1: it's so it has weird hair coming out of the ankles, around the bikini area, and then
0: underarms. Underarms,
1: but it looks like it's coming all the way up the ribs.
0: Yep, it is.
1: Around the the neck area. Yep. And then the hair. Yep. What weird spots? I mean, I get that that's kind of where hair grows, but I'm a fairly hairy person. Sure. I don't have
0: hair growing up my ribcage to my armpits. That's because you learned how
1: to shave the baby. Obviously. Good <laughs> God.
0: Oh, gosh. Um, no,
1: I wouldn't play with it. Oh. Uh, yeah. No, I wouldn't play with the TSA Playmobil either.
0: Really? If you found that on your desk tomorrow, would you not play with it?
1: (laughs) Actually, yeah, probably.
0: (laughs) Where are you going, Topeka?
1: We'll see about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) 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 We're going to skip STD plush toys because you can get those at Discovery Hut. Yeah, I think they're kind of awesome. They're They're weird, but, like, Yeah.
1: yeah, there's nothing horrifying about them. I mean, they're horrifying, but, like, Yeah.
0: For Dora the Explorer reasons, we're not going to talk about the E.T. toy that is on the page behind Dave. So, we're just, uh, go see it yourselves if you want.
1: Keep on keeping on. This one's new. Like how new? Ish. Okay.
0: Name some of the big franchises that you could see a weird toy coming from. I mean
1: big movie franchises. Movie and book movie and book franchise that you could see a weird toy coming from. Yeah. Mm. I can't think of... And it's fairly new, you said? Oh, yeah. 2000s.
0: Yes. New.
1: Wow. And, like, the movie is from the 2000s? Is it not like a toy that came Uh, out from a movie that came out? Books are, too. Harry Potter. Yes. Okay.
0: What's the weirdest... I scrolled down and I saw something I didn't want to. What's the weirdest... (laughs) thing you could imagine somebody making for Harry Potter and I will tell you and I will see if I can beat it
1: with what's behind you oh man uh, the weirdest thing somebody could be making from Harry Potter yeah just trying to go through the entire like wands that's not weird even the sorting hat isn't necessarily weird like that's kind of that weird you know people would play with that for sure. Uh, what about one of the plants that screams when you pull it by its pull it out by its roots? that that would be pretty
0: weird, okay, but you're not thinking Dora the Explorer or ET enough. Oh, So no. I don't know how I feel about getting a kid a vibrating broom that they're meant to sit on. but it's mm-hmm. just it's an odd choice. because it, mm-hmm. it's just a broom. But it vibrates.
1: Why? Well, because then it feels like it's flying, obviously. Because when you're flying, a broom vibrates? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. We only have a few more. OK. Because we are getting pretty long. Yeah. There's nothing really that weird about this one. You know, squeak hammers.
1: Squeak? Like, no, hammers like, a, like a you, hammer. Oh, yeah. Like you just
0: squeak and stuff? What's wrong with that? that? This one's just got an awkward valve placement. A
1: super oh, awkward yeah. valve placement. Yeah. Really It's
0: really Wolverine awkward.
1: standing there and... It's in a bad place. It's in a bad place, and that's all we need to say. Yep, that's awkward.
0: Now, when we were talking about the Playmobil oh security... Yeah. Uh, you brought something up that Janitor. I was like... Shelved that.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: How do you feel about a toy called my cleaning trolley.
1: Is it literally just like a janitor's cart? Yeah. Literally. <laughs> that's good. That's that's a good thing for kids to play with as they're growing up. Uh, it comes with the brush? Perfect. A couple buckets? Yeah.
0: Uh, looks like a mop, hand brush and dustpan. Mhm. The broom, cloth, of course. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's definitely not something I'm getting from my nephew or my niece. Good. Yeah.
0: Okay, this is, this is the last one I have. Okay. I don't know... I don't know how to get into this one.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: There's a part of me that's, that thinks, this isn't that terrible. but There's another part of me that thinks it's strange. And then there's the rest of me that wonders how it works. Okay. Picture yourself back in Barhead, you're 10-ish. And your, I don't remember your friend's names. Mike, Calvin. Yeah, you say them often. So Mike invites, Jake, that was the one I was trying to remember. I'm like, there's a J. Yeah. So Jake invites you over and he's like, hey man, sit down. Same, you sit down. And he pulls out uh, the kid's tattoo gun. He's like, what, what do you want? And he shows you the little stencils and... All that fun sort of stuff. I think it's ink. Okay. you look. Go ahead. It's just it's a kid giving another kid a tattoo. It's not a needle. The power in whatever that small thing is, it would not... Drive a needle. No, that wouldn't drive a needle. No. So I'm thinking
1: it's some sort of... Ink reservoir that, like, compressed air, just kind of like... Or you
0: scan... It might be new enough that you scan the the oh, sheet, the official be, sheet, yeah. and then you just have to... It'll show you the area, and then you just follow it. But it's a tattoo gun.
1: Yeah, it sure is for, for kids. Yep. Like, that it's can, not horrifying, but at the same time, like... It's strange. Yeah.
0: What's wrong with just the rub-on tattoos? It You don't get the same experience of your friend... Which is who you totally want inking you if they're not a tattoo Right? So I think to wrap this up, because we are definitely wrapping this up because this section has lasted a while. I think I need you to tell me what the one toy out of all of this you absolutely want is. Okay. And what the one toy you absolutely don't want is from the entire thing, including the atomic energy kits
1: there's a part of me that kind of really wants the the plastic ball gun. Oh, oh, the one with the magic crystals. Yeah, I kind of want one of that, one of those. But I would say earthquake yeah. is probably the one I want the most. The yeah. one I want the least is definitely the nuclear <laughs> thing that will give me radiation poisoning. Was that too easy? It was absolutely too easy.
0: I'm with you on that earthquake thing. I actually do legitimately want that. But there is a part of me that kind of wants that, God Almighty. <laughs>
1: That's pretty amazing, too. Marty, I hope you enjoyed this because we had a riot doing this. Yep. It was fun to revisit a topic we've done before. So we are certainly willing to do that. And we'll just find different ways to approach it. But uh, hopefully you enjoyed this because we had a blast. Yep. You, Mr. and Mrs. Internet, or Miss, whatever, you may or may not be married. It doesn't matter to me, are the lifeblood of our podcast. And we just want to answer your questions or have a good old chat. Want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron, that's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord, that's Sean with a U, and we are at Guys From Podcast. You can email us at guys from at gmail.com, Facebook us at The Guys From or write us out a note in an a sketch asking us a question. I've seen some of the things people have been able to do with those. Clearly, writing a message should be simple enough to us. Though if it's anything like what I would have done, it's probably just a question about Windows. <laughs> anyway, ask us your question and we'll respond to it, provided the Etch-A-Sketch doesn't get shaken too much.
0: Yeah, fair enough. You could also use all your old pogs, lay them out, and take a picture of your question. <laughs> totally. If you enjoy the guys from podcasts, tell anyone you can, any way you can. Every little bit helps, and what helps us probably the most is if you could leave us a rating or a review on iTunes. We are available on pretty much every podcatcher available worldwide and if we're missing one let me know and i will fix that. Hey Dave is there anything you wanted to plug?
1: It walks downstairs everybody loves a slinky i can't remember the next part. It was i remember the the middle part it walks downstairs and i always said aloner in paris aloner in pairs. i always said nobody cares. Oh. makes a jingling sound. a spring a spring a marvelous spring everybody loves a spring slinky we forgot to talk about it uh that's one of the most classic toys it never gets old unless you Tangle it up, then it's a real pain in the butt. Yeah. But go and find a Slinky. I bet you you could find one at a retro toy store and go play with a Slinky. John?
0: On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this moderately horrifying podcast, we also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every day, throwback tracks every Thursday, movies, gaming, you name it, we probably write about it. Where
1: can we find all that again?
0: www.theguysfrom.com. Oh, yeah. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs. And also, if you have a PS4 and you haven't tried Horizon Zero Dawn yet it is absorbing a lot of my when I'm getting ready to go to sleep time when I should be probably sleeping, I spend 20, 30 minutes taking photos in photo mode. So if you have a PS4 and you are at all interested and you haven't jumped on the hype train yet, I definitely recommend it.
1: Cool. Special thanks to The Sweets for our great opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com and also special thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for our takeout music called Fearless First as well as our advertising music called Off to Osaka.
0: This has been episode 161 of the Guys From Podcast, the Gilbert Toys Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And
1: I'm Dave. Have a great week, everybody.
0: The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by Nothing. Nothing would ever convince me to play with any of those Gilbert sets. Ever. Unless I needed gunpowder. So, we uh, we promised. Yeah, and I'm not promised, playing
1: pods because it's not quite as, as exciting as this it, is. Yeah, we get to watch the Swing Wing commercial, right. circa 1965. Sean has seen it.
0: Yep, I to watch it has not. just to make sure that there was nothing that we would probably get in trouble for.
1: I've seen the first four seconds when we were testing the sound, but it's a minute long commercial, so you guys get to listen to it while I get to watch it, and
0: maybe a quick. Rapid fire react and that sort of thing, and yeah. then we will uh, call it a day because this one is super long. Super
1: long. I'm so excited.
0: Okay, swing wing commercial.
1: I mean, already the music is just great. This is ridiculous.
0: You can it's see good. it in action.
1: Yeah, she's like. what He he looks like he's walking like Frankenstein I (laughs) There's an elephant Elephants like swing wing Oh and the chimpanzee is really getting into this too Is he doing the parallel bars while doing a swing thing? Yes Okay that makes sense
0: Oh now he's upside down
1: down doing the swing wing Oh he's hanging from a tree doing Now they're
0: boating and doing it Apparently you
1: can just do a swing Swing ding anywhere you want swing wing Oh, now he's hand-jiving and doing a swing-wing. She's just, she's having, they're having a great time. Yeah. swing-wing made by Transigram, where the fun comes from. It's a swing-wing. It's a what?
0: That's, uh, that's the whole ad.
1: I am, I am speechless. It is, it's a swing-wing. It sure is. It sure is.